welcome to StockTwits After Hours, where we provide a quick rundown of the day's market action from the folks at StockTwits, the largest community of investors in the universe. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to StockTwits After Hours. I'm your host, Riley Rosenberger, alongside head trader at trading experts, Shake Prisby. Shake, today is August 25th, and we've kind of been gone for the last few days. I know you've been traveling, and I kind of wanted to ask you, how do you regroup with the markets after spending some time away from the desk? Uh, I personally, I'll take it slow. For example, I didn't do any trading today. I just had a day of watching just to get back acclimated to the desk. Mm-hmm. Um, as traders, there's nothing worse mentally than losing money in the market due to lack of preparation. So I'm trying to avoid that at all costs. Um, you have your physical capital, which is like your trading account, and you have your mental capital, which basically equates to your emotional state. And we want to always have that boy as full as physically possible so we can just execute and not think twice about our decision-making process. So, you know, taking things slow for the most part. Mm-hmm. All righty. Uh, we got a shakeup in the Dow announcement last night. ExxonMobil, Pfizer, and Raytheon are all going to be dropping out. Salesforce, Amgen, Honeywell International are going to be the new additions. Are, are the stocks that are getting kicked out of the Dow, are, are these guys doomed for the long run or, or where do you see these guys going? So the general consensus following news like this where a stock is removed from an index is that it's a huge negative for the stock because of how much money is indexed to the fund. You know, mm-hmm. there's $28 billion indexed to the Dow, which sounds like a lot, but it's a drop in the bucket compared to the $11.2 trillion indexed and benchmarked to the S&P. So of the 17 stocks that have been removed from the Dow since 99, the average one-year performance is down less than 1%. So again, it's never a good look for a stock to be kicked out of any index, but we see how the shift of funds into the S&P over the last couple of decades has made the Dow 30 much less important than it was, say, you know, in the 90s. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Any, anything we can learn about how the economy is shifting from, from the companies that got added to the Dow from this? Yeah, absolutely. And what, what we're seeing is a greater shift to the digital world as we've seen all year. Just 2020 is just tech, tech, tech. So the Dow is a price-weighted index and not a market cap-weighted index as the S&P is. So with Apple's four-to-one stock split, their weighting in the Dow will be divided by four, even though there will be no changes to the market cap. That's always been my personal problem with the Dow. I think that just makes no sense, but I digress. They want to pivot the index more to tech. And since they're losing all that Apple exposure, they're adding Salesforce, which is one of the biggest tech names, you know, as well as Honeywell and Amgen, not in the tech space, but... You know, that Salesforce edition looks like it's just they want some more tech exposure. Mm -hmm. American Airlines will cut 28% of its workforce by October 1st as the federal stimulus expires. Should we expect to see more turbulence in the airlines? (laughs) I see what you did there. That was good. That was good. The airlines, I mean, the airlines are going to be in disarray until we get a vaccine and the world shifts closer to the pre-corona world where traveling wasn't such an issue. You know, the circumstances so drastically changed with COVID. So everything's just so uncertain right now. The airlines are just hemorrhaging money every day. And if they don't get any more government stimulus, you know, I would expect to see a couple of airlines go under in the next few months because the business is just so unprofitable at this point. The only mm-hmm. point I will mention though, as unfortunate as it is, Wall Street loves job cuts. You know, the positive aspects that it does for the bottom line. So even though the news cycle is so bad for the airlines, the job cuts can actually work as a positive catalyst for the stocks. But again, airlines, you know, they just don't seem like the place to be right now. Mm-hmm. Facebook introduced Facebook shops, expanding their e-commerce division. Facebook was up 3.5% and it closed at all-time highs. I mean, these guys are just continuing to rock. What, what, what are you seeing from this move here? Yeah, all-time high close. What's not to like there? I mean, a common theme 
we've been talking about the entire year is how 2020 created this expedited shift to the digital world because of the COVID lockdown and everyone working from home and so forth. So because of this rapid shift, a recent study estimated 85% of people worldwide are shopping online, which is just such an incredible number to me. I know I personally almost exclusively shop online, whether it be clothing or even groceries at this point. So Mm -hmm. Facebook making it more seamless to buy products off Instagram and Facebook to me is a huge win for them. And it's an even bigger win for big commerce with the ticker Big C, B-I-G-C, recent IPO. They absolutely exploded 40% today on the news. So we've seen companies like Etsy explode this year because there are just so many more small independent shops following the COVID lockdown. So personally, love this move out of Facebook investing more in the space. Yeah, it should be interesting to watch, but we'll uh, we'll touch base with you again tomorrow, Shake. All right, perfect. Talk to you then. You've been listening to Stock Twits After Hours. To learn more and subscribe today, visit StockTwits.com. All opinions expressed by the host and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of StockTwits or their affiliates. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. The podcast is also not a research report and is not intended for the basis of any investment decision. Guests may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.